Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Ladies, have you ever had one of those uncomfortable headlight moments? Don't you want to be heard without distraction? Bezzy broad discs are your solution. Go to justwantedtoask.com and look for Bezzy broad discs. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm really excited to welcome Mary Beth Decker to the podcast. Um, Mary Beth is an intuitive animal communicator, medical intuitive, and energy healer, and is the founder of sacredgrove.com, where people and pets heal and connect. She works with pet guardians who dearly love their animals, yet face tough issues. Uh, she uses her intuitive and animal communication and energetic healing skills to address animals' physical, emotional, and behavioral issues. She's also an author, so definitely look for her book. Um, so welcome, Mary Beth, to the podcast. I am so excited uh, to meet you and have you here. Thank you, Anne. I, I'm I'm so excited to to be here too. I love I love talking about animal communication and all the other things that happen in my life. <laughs> so thank you. So tell our listeners how this came to you. Um, how when did you know that this was a passion of yours and something that you wanted to pursue? Oh, I love that question. Uh, the first, I want to say it this way, start this way. I was not born an animal communicator. Some people have, you know, they have memories of being like three years old and stuff like that. I do not have those. Obviously, something was there, but it didn't start out that way. And the reason I want to start it, say it that way, is that that tells me that we, by the time I became an animal communicator, I was in, I think it was in the 50s, and my animals started communicating with me. And uh, I I do believe that we all have this ability that it's not that's not a it's not a gift. It is a gift, but it's not a gift that only special people have. It's a skill that we can pick up. So so what happened was I was starting to um, learn some energy healing techniques, and what I believe is that that personally opened me up because all of a sudden my dogs started communicating with me and um uh i have a few stories but i'll tell the story about my my dog eddie a girl dog that my kids named okay <laughs> so I, I always have to laugh about that now this is eddie has already passed and she passed just before i um was scheduled to staff 
a big, big meeting for the association I worked with. I had to get on a plane and get there. And usually those are great things. I'm so happy, but I am so in sorrow for the loss of my dog because it was, I think, a day or a couple days before. And you, know, you just can't call up your boss and say, I'm sorry, my dog died. Can't go to the annual meeting. <laughs> Life doesn't work that way in, in, the, in this, this world. So I get on the plane. I'm usually in the, the uh, window seat, but I'm in the aisle seat. So all of a sudden I realize I, Eddie is sitting in the aisle next to me. And it is so real for me, Anne, that I, I am down there like a crazy woman petting my dog. I don't, I always have this thought of these, the, the uh, flight attendants going, what is up with that woman? But she came to comfort me. And she was with me and she came with me. And, and I also experienced her the first night in the hotel. Luckily, I had some time, uh, like a day and night and a day before I had to be on. And she stayed with me to comfort me. I'm thinking, this this is an animal who just passed. How can she be so loving that she's there? But she was. And then I was able to go out and and be the the person that the staff member that we needed to be. You know, handing out things, helping people out with a smile on my face. What a profound gift she gave me. So I got to stop. That was lovely. I, but I had, I had things to do in my life. So when my dog Tibor, who, who was, uh, he, he comes from a pretty tough background, started having visions of him. He is, he is, he was alive at the time. When I started to see Here's the picture. I would sit down on the couch. And all of a sudden, I'd see a guy with a huge uh, clothing um, with lots, lots of covering and protection on him running while a German shepherd is running after him to grab him. They're teaching that training that where dogs get stop people. And I got a toy and I thought, what the heck is up with this dog? And that's where I started to learn about animal communication because it was fascinating to me. I didn't even know it was a, I was a thing. And uh, when I started having sessions with people and their animals, the people who showed up, their hearts were so open. They really wanted to know what was going on with their animals. I fell in love with the whole thing that 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 people were there for their animals. They they came to an animal communicator to find out what was going on, and they were willing to do to do whatever was necessary to make things better for their 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 animals. I, I just loved it, and I moved in that direction, and I've been really happy to do that. That's amazing. I've. Your website has some incredible testimonials, and the one that I resonated with the most was Debbie and Princess Leia, um, because, and uh, tell us more about that, and it's on, the video is on your website. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that uh, well, connection. Well, this was, um, there's a couple of things there now. 
I have to tell you honestly, there's a couple of stories with me and, and Princess Leia and Debbie. Uh, so the one that I'll tell the one that I, I remember. Um, uh, Debbie, Debbie was uh, in Europe and uh, she had uh, a woman watching Princess Leia and the woman uh, decided in, in all good faith that she would change the kitty's food from the prescribed cat food that um, that Debbie had told her to, to use. And um, she got a, Debbie got a frantic call from this person saying, Princess Leia is in deep trouble and looks like she's passing away. And I connected with Princess Leia and um, I, I uh, this is the way I remember it. Uh, said, hang in there, hang in there. Debbie really loves you. And I had Debbie connect with her and we sent her some healing. And she she came back and she recovered. And Debbie was able to come home to Princess Leia and um, and probably had a, had a tough conversation with this woman who on her own decided to change the food. But in that that we just we just had uh, we had a great conversation with her and I did some healing energy healing for her to say just hang in there girl and and um and she did and they had she had some more time together uh now I don't know if that's the same story that's on but um that one just is so close to my heart so so basically it's all about energy and 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 we talk about we talk about energy, but we don't talk about energy because you can't see it. Right. Yeah. So it's a it's but all of us are surrounded by energy. And of course, our uh, pets are surrounded by energy as well. And so it's a communication of energy. It is a communication of energy. And um what I like to think of it is it's, you know, you think of, if you think of the nervous system, it's the nervous system is made out of electrical um, impulses. And so they don't just stay, if you can think of it that way, they don't just stay in the body, they, they can go other places. And so our thoughts are energetic, our feelings are, and that there, there's the best thing that I think of, the analogy that I love, is if you've ever been close enough to a lightning strike, you don't just hear it, you feel that in your whole body. That, that electrical storm, you, you can feel that. The thoughts, the feelings, even the memories can be transmitted if you want to think of that as an analogy it is it's that energy that comes between us um, and we can pick it up and and that's what i believe the telepathic connection is is an exchange of that energy yeah and, okay. and <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't mean to just say it yeah um yeah. because it's uh, so much deeper than that so a lot of us adopt our our uh, furry friends. Um, I've adopted several cats. I've and uh, we adopted my husband and I adopted a dog a couple of years ago, 
And very often we find a connection to people seek you out. Uh, is it, do people seek you out before they decide to adopt a friend or uh, after? And what kinds of behavioral issues have you worked with uh, with different people? Oh, well, people have sought me out to see if uh, a potential new family member is a good fit. And um, we found that helpful. And, and we've certainly done it afterwards, after they've been brought into the family. Uh, and so, especially with um, animals who've been rehomed a few times, they really need to hear this, that you've made a commitment to them. They're like, you know, how long am I staying here? Or do I open my heart up to this? Or if they've had come from a, a, a situation where um, bad stuff happened, you, you know, they, they need some reassurances there. And, and um, so, yeah, I work with, I work with uh, things like that. And, and, and I got to go back to your other one piece if I going to stop, step back a second. Yeah, there's a lot more to energy healing. I, I gave a simple example because I've met some people lately who don't have a foundation for understanding the exchange of energy and that we're all energy. So I like I like to start with that, but I have I have seen where um I work with energy where you release negative energies and replace them with good energies. You even work with um animals who've had oh goodness um some terrible things happen to them and you and I can pick it up and then we can go back and we can even Go back in time and maybe give a different story. Give them a different story. Um, because in the energetic world, you are not, you're not working in the regular time. You're working outside of time. And you can give them what I call a different timeline. So there's, there's um, those kinds of things. Uh, more down to earth. Well, not down to earth, but... Even asking behaviors like using litter boxes, getting along, um, being better on walks. I, I I don't replace trainers, but I do give. We do work to give them reasons for better behavior. How much they they'll make their people happy. Uh, not to clean up the not to clean up the pee. <laughs> I can get in that place. Um, not pulling so much, you know, you're going to go on a longer walk if mama and daddy are enjoying the walk with you, you know, and they don't feel like they're like this. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, longer walks. Things, we, we we give them reasons and we let them understand the, the benefits of maybe changing behavior. Or helping them relieve, you know, I help relieve anxiety, too, or jealousy. So that, that, that was like a quick grab of different things that I've done for animals. Sure. Yeah, anxiety is such a big issue. And it is. Uh, the dog, I spoke to you before about my dog, Allie, and we adopted her. Um, she's She was truly a puppy, but she has such ish, fear issues. Um, 
I'm convinced that she thinks that the Amazon delivery person is just the worst person in the world. And I go out the front door to bring in a box and you can just see the fear. And she she barks because she sees some sort of danger. Yeah, I I, I know that one. And uh, I I go in when, when it comes to that kind of anxiety to ask what the origin and the cause is. And then from there, we can we craft a way of starting to give to release it in a that's specific for her issue. Are we just I just don't assume, oh anxiety, let's go. Let, let's find out where how she views the world, you know, like what you said, but going deeper and then see see how how for her we should less help her lose that anxiety and see life in, in a better place as a as a safe place and more happiness out there, you know, more joy, more relaxation. So yeah. It's it's a it's a good thing to work with anxiety anxiety anywhere you can to release that. Yeah. And it's hard for us as humans to know how to do that without some guidance. Because I, I can I can read it, I can see it, but I don't necessarily know how to communicate with her in a way that she can understand. Yeah, yeah, and that that is that is uh, what I I've, I've worked to really become good at to find out about that. Um, a, a little bit different, but my my dog Newt here, he's he's hanging out behind me. Uh, he came in. Uh, from a pretty tough situation, and he loved being the only dog. Uh, but we could not keep up with this one and a half year old who wants to romp and play, and brought in another little dog, and they get along really well. But then he got jealous, so we worked on his jealousy, and his jealousy was like, "Oh, I finally got my people. I don't have to share them with any other dogs." And what'd you do for bringing this girl in? And we, we worked on him understanding that there's enough love for everybody. And, and he really did shift. I mean, there was more to it, but it was like, yeah, I can love you. You're still my, my number one boy dog. And, but I got enough love for her. And you got a companion who can run 60 miles an hour up the stairs, and which I cannot do with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, yeah, I kind of crafted it to what what he needed to hear, and 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 also really some of the energy there. Well, I have so many questions. I've got a cat that is sitting on a porch, and she hates um, my dog. And well, I've got another dog who had such anxiety last night because there was a thunderstorm, and he was just totally freaked out. Uh, so yeah, and then I, as I told you, I also have a parrot who I joke and say that she hates me, but I know she doesn't. She, But we have issues. So, yeah. I, one of, so you speak to, you speak to, but you help people communicate with dogs and cats. Um, and I spoke to you about my bird. And I also mentioned that I have a bird that has come to my window and knocked on my window. And 
it's at specific dates. It's around my grandfather's birthday and also around my birthday. And then she seems to go away. And I don't see her for a while, but I know that she lives around my house. Um, she's a female cardinal. And I know that her mate is around here because I do see cardinals. But we spoke about um, connecting with wildlife and some of the messages that they might bring to us. Uh, what have you experienced? Um, well, I know that we just connected uh, with that cardinal uh, you, you had thought that was your grandfather. And um, got, I got a confirmation that that was true, that, that they will... They will. I, I think I would put it that they would. They will allow um, birds, animals will allow themselves to be uh, uh, messengers in a way. There, there's a whole. Everything can be symbolic in our life. Everything can be symbolic, and certainly so. If you have a. Um, an interesting um, event with an animal that is just out of the ordinary. It's always cool to, well, we can do it now, Google it, say, what's the meaning of this animal? You know, and, and read it and see how that pertains to your life. I personally have had foxes show up, which means like hiding in plain sight. And the many times I've taken that is like, start getting out there and do do a podcast, you know, let people know, you know, who you are. Stop hiding in plain sight. Um, there, there's all sorts of things you can do with that. I, um, let's see, um, even wild animals, animals in your dreams, if there are some big dreams about animals, look it up and find out what that meaning might be because there are that symbolic part. Uh, is one of the gifts, I think, of different animal species for us. I also would like to say just connecting with wild animals as one being to another, uh, rather than looking for messages, but just saying hi is always a lot of fun. Um, I find that since I have a little dog who's a lovely barky dog at squirrels, I'm squirrels in the neighborhood in me. We're now talking. I'm also I'm connecting with them, saying, would you please run up the tree and go on the other side so so my dog and I can just get by? And it's like we've got the word is out. They look at me and say, Oh, there's Mary Beth and Molly. Okay. Just give us a second and we'll get out of the way. <laughs> uh, it's just some fun stuff you you know you can you can do with connecting what with wild animals. If you if you're if you're not looking for messages, just to say hello to those who live in the neighborhood. That, that can be kind of fun too, you know? Uh, totally. And <laughs> a lot of times we're just too busy to notice, but birds definitely recognize people. They know who you are and they know, very often they know your patterns. And my grandfather loved the cardinals that lived in his backyard. And if he didn't feed them at a certain time, they would come looking for him. So, and I've had birds look for me. So it, it's a wonderful connection. It's, it's right. such a wonderful connection. That's so true. I have, um, I have a cat 
my cat have a little place to stay up there. And so I started leaving birdseed out on the ledge. And the doves will stick their eye over at me if it's gone saying, what are you doing? You, you, you know, get over there and fill up, fill up the ledge for me. It's really cute. They're very, very clear. And, and it makes the cats happy too, to be able to watch the birds. So it's like a win-win situation and nobody dies. exactly (laughs) exactly it's it's a beautiful there are some beautiful relationships there are yeah Um, I'm glad you asked that question it's a lot of fun it really is so you have a book tell us about your book my book um it's peace and well I'm showing it peace and passing comfort for loving humans during animal transitions. Um, It's a good read, but for those of us who love animals, it can be a little bit difficult. Uh, But those are the ones I wanted to write the book for. Uh, I I revised this book last year. It came out about a little bit over a year ago to include a a lot more information to help us when we see our animals declining or we get a diagnosis that is disturbing. And I realized, which maybe has everybody knows, but I don't know if we're saying it enough. Our grief starts at the moment we start to see that, that behavior change or get that tough diagnosis. And I wanted to start addressing that. Uh, so. The book goes from uh, mindsets for helping us through and ideas, alternative therapies, to even to the to the transitions and how you can maybe you can help your animal get ready for transitions if you're deciding to let them go through it. And and even after they've passed, I have put in so many stories there about animals connecting with their people after they've passed, because I would love everybody to have that connection. It's it's happening so much for so many people. Um, Because I really do want to bring as much peace into the relationship as I can. it's, uh, It's a connection that I believe is eternal because I believe love is eternal. It doesn't matter whether we're in the physical body or not, we still have a connection with our pets, with our animals that'll that'll go on as long as we love each other in, in this in this life or the next. So beautiful. Um, yeah, that is so beautiful. And I've been through it um, so many times. And it's always difficult, but um very often you and your pet both know what the time what when the time is right it's true it, it's and, true yeah and and you know i it there's it's never it's never the right time to lose somebody you love and yet some many times you know that they're not having they're not having a good life anymore um and it's time to make plans. Uh, so, yeah. And it doesn't get any easier. That's the thing that surprises me. I, I think 
hey, if you're a veteran of this, it'll this time it'll be easier. I have not found that to be true. Yeah, no, I don't think it's ever easy. Um, one of my cats, I gave him sub-Q fluids for, I don't know, seven, eight years. And um, in the end, it was, he just couldn't take it anymore. He had made his decision. So, and it was very, very hard for me, but it was what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, So on a a brighter note, (laughs) uh, you have a, a wonderful website with great testimonials. I listened to them all. Uh, they were one absolutely wonderful and enlightening. Uh, tell us where people can find you. Well, uh, my my website, sacredgrove.com, is probably the best place. I really worked hard to to show you what uh, who I am and what I do. And as you said, testimonial testimonials are on there. I've got a lot of blogs, so lots lots of things that I talk about. Um, and you can also email me, um, marybeth at sacredgrove.com as well. Uh, those are, but I'm around. I'm, in, I'm on Instagram, on Facebook, and, and LinkedIn, things like that. Yes, animal communicators are on LinkedIn just because we want to be. <laughs> so you'll find me there too. Uh, well, all that information will be in the show notes. Um, but now that we're talking about it, how did you decide that the name of your uh, website should be Sacred Grove? You know, it took me a long time to figure it out, um, strangely enough. But um, I had a spiritual experience back when I was a young teenager. I, I had asked God if God existed, and I got an answer. And it was in the, I was in the woods. And that stuck with me. I didn't know what to do with it. Who goes around and says, I'd like you to know that I had this spiritual experience with God. And I'm like, you're 12. What do you know? So <laughs> life passed. But I, I do, I, I think that sacred grove, I, I think that the uh, natural world is a sacred place. And the uh, species of the world, the animals of the world bring us back to can bring us back to who we are and being to our best selves if we we open up to that. So that that means a lot to me. Uh, and that's why it's Sacred Grove. Thank you for asking. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, as I mentioned, all of the information will be in the show notes. And I encourage everyone to look for your book. Uh, I certainly will be reading it. I haven't yet, but I will. And um, I know that I'll be connecting with you because I want to find out what's going on with our parrot and if she really hates me. So I look forward to our next meeting. Thank you so very much for being on the podcast today. Thank you, Anne. This was just a delightful conversation. And thanks for letting me share all of this. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you.